I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains The birds sang too and they said This is a day to celebrate the savor, the fruit you favor So I said okay then, what is the best way to taste the fresh flavors that make the base Here we are, we are back Hello. everybody Welcome, welcome. P.S. We have no plan. This is M coming in from Nashville. And this is Pei coming in from LA. We are here, big sisters of the internet, really excited about today's episode, which will be all about advice giving that we have, things we've learned, things that we've overcome, asking each other deep questions, all of it. I love it. it. (laughs) We're diving in deep, definitely. It's so, and you know, what's so fun about that? Like our last episode or one of our episodes, we were talking with, um, Mary Shepard and she really whoop, whoop talked about how much she liked that. We called ourselves the big sisters of the internet. And it actually feels like we are. And just hearing that validation from her, didn't that make you feel like, (sighs) yeah, we're on a good path. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you guys, we got our first comment on, on a, a streaming platform, Apple podcasts. It was Drum made roll. our life. Big shout out to the everyday homebody. We will be listening to your podcast as well. Um, she says breath of fresh air. Love listening to this podcast. It is such a breath of fresh air. Emily and Peyton are so down to earth and authentic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Like, I could cry. (laughs) When you sent that, I was just, oh, it's so great. Yes, it's so great because you just don't get, like, I think a lot of people can relate to this feeling when you're starting something new and it's a passion project, you're starting from the ground up. You don't always get people's, like, feedback and reviews in that sense to Mm -hmm. make you feel like you're you're doing it. You're making an impact, you know? And like, oh, okay. So we're, I'm not just stumbling over my words every time. Like, you know what I mean? It's like Peyton and Emily, we're making this happen. I know it was so validating. Um, loved that. And other big news. I watched, don't worry, darling. Finally, it is out on HBO max. I watched it with my little sister. She came to sleep over. We had wine. Uh, Tell us, tell us everything. I haven't, I haven't done it yet. Oh my God, you got to do it just so we can gossip about it. I, it's like, I think I went into it with a critical eye because Rotten Tomatoes ranked at like 38% um, critic review, but like 78% audience review. So I knew it was going to be sexy and fun and like enjoyable to watch because Harry is just going to be this like smoke show in it. And he was, it was so fun. It was fun to watch. Um, But there were some things where I was like, "Mm." like they dropped little hints because it's a thriller. So they dropped little creepy moments in and you're sort of like that doesn't make sense it doesn't really have a reason that doesn't really it, it also felt abrupt at the end like interesting it could have used another it. rewrite yeah okay 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 see the writer of the bunch says rewrite they need to rewrite yeah it just it felt like it could have used yeah it could have used one more rewrite it could have used okay. one more take through the screenplay one more bit than like okay we can rethink this or that but overall, really enjoyed it. I lo- okay. I honestly had fun watching. It was a movie that felt like enjoy, and maybe because I typically watch like those ones that have no meaning. Like I love Little Miss Sunshine that are just about life and relationships. Yes. yes. So this one was like a proper movie. Like you were sitting there and you felt it you were felt. In it. Yeah, I don't know. It was great. 
I mean, I'm down. I'll, that'll be my homework for next week. I will watch <laughs> yeah. it. And I, yes, because we will, and we, and I promise I will not text you about it or anything. We will Good. only discuss live on the pod. Love. Love. Oh <laughs> we watched a movie, a new movie the other night too called The Beast. Have you heard of that? Oh, no. I had high hopes, but oh. it was. <laughs> too it was not good it was I mean it was fine it was with Idris Elba I think that's how you pronounce his name right Mm -hmm. and he's with his daughters in Africa and they get attacked by this beast of a lion and it was just I don't know the CGI wasn't that great Mm. and the acting wasn't that great and like you said there were holes in it there was Mm -hmm. just like weird transitions and pockets and I don't know I guess like when I'm thinking of a feature film and somebody with like such a big name, like Florence, Harry, Idris, you just expect these movies to be really great and the writing to be flawless. And it's not the case. (laughs) I agree. I, yeah, I, I agree. I think the only movie that I've seen recently that maintained its expectations was Elvis. That immediately became a top five favorite movie for me. I thought the direction was beautiful. The cinematography was great. The acting was impeccable. Everything, the storyline, what they chose to tell, how they told it, his like, oh, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. That was so, so good. Yes. 100%. And I also, to add to that, I just, I also really loved Top Gun. I thought Top Gun was so good. Totally. Oh my gosh. That like killed in in box office too. Like that's wild. But look, if these are (sighs) professional people writing these duds for millions of dollars. I know. We've we've got this. (laughs) We're like, great. Um, Love that. Hollywood. Watch out, Hollywood. Watch out, everyone. Um, I don't know if there was any other hot goss of the week. Did you know of anything that... Well, obviously, RAP, big shout out to Aaron Carter and family. Did you hear about Aaron Carter? That was awful news. So sad. So sad. sad. Um, And it's just, yeah, it's a bummer when you see somebody that, like, has been struggling for so long. I know. In their life. And I don't... I think I was a little out of touch with, like, his story and everything. But for some reason, I thought that he was doing better in the me last too. few years really me too. okay and maybe he was I don't know I don't really I know that they haven't like all the details haven't come out yet but just to see that happening is just really sad and like as we get older like that there are people that are like closer to our age I feel like that hits weirdly it really really does it's awful it's just so sad to see all these starlets that just blow up when they're super mm-hmm. young so mm-hmm. few of them exit that unscathed or like in a in a proper headspace honestly that's why I I think I love and respect Harry Styles so much like booming at such a young age in one direction and being able to gracefully exit that and maintain absolutely a healthy mindset and actually kind of being more authentic to himself as he's gotten older like that's been cool to watch Yes, he is a Summer. great example of that. And, right? and you know what? And we both watched this and we touched on this maybe in our last episode a little bit, but the Selena Gomez documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another great example, like working since you were so young and exploding and then trying to like find your way through with all the pressures of being a young adult or, I mean. I, I can't even, even imagine. I mean, she has. Yeah, she's similar to Justin Bieber. I watched his documentary and his docu series as he got married to Haley. Oh, I have not seen those. Oh, you should watch his Good. story. Is very yeah, very interesting. I, it's just 
fascinating. Him and Selena started in a very similar way and then like kind of whatever. But um, yeah, Selena's was sad and it was, it was really sad. It was kind of hard to watch. I don't know if I love the friend Raquel. What did your thoughts you think? I have such mixed feelings on that because I have questions. Okay. I think she was a good friend to keep around to like stay steady. But but is that her job? Oh, I don't know. I was like, like are I was, you being paid? Was, right, because it didn't say assistant. It said friend. Yeah. Because at first I thought that was her assistant, but I don't I don't know. I don't know which, if that is her job and I mean doesn't matter, but it was just I don't know. I don't know. Like when in that scene when they were at breakfast in London I know. and they kind of got into it. I'm like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable and good to see because I've gotten into that with my friends where we're both just on our own in our own head spaces and not seeing each other's point of view. Because I could totally see from Raquel's side where she's like, come on, Selena, you've been kind of down in the dumps. Get with it. You're this pop you're star. You're exactly. a pop star in London. Come on. And but then Selena's like, then working while yeah. they're all there. Yeah, I know. And Selena's like, I'm exhausted and I have lupus and I'd, you know, I don't get and and bipolar disorder and I like I'm going through this existential crisis, breakup, whatever. Just keep naming it all off. I know, I know. That was I think I felt that pull for that scene as well, because it was just how do you the roles of Raquel and Selena are so different and the pressures are so different but to experience one and not know like the experience of the other like I just think that that's really hard to like uh, it's so different right yeah and I've I've heard that Emma Chamberlain's podcast she talked about this as well where she was shitting on the nine or no no she was romanticizing the nine to five she's like being self-employed overrated she's like let me tell you you never turn off I'm miserable blah 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 um, she's very appreciative, but she kind of she kind of glorified the nine to five, and then people got all up in arms about that. They're like, "You have no idea. It's like you're selling your soul to this corporation that never cares about you and whatever." And yeah. so she backtracked, where she's like, "You're right. I've never lived that life. A lot of people don't live my life with a booming self-employed business, right? And they're challenging mm-hmm. both of them." So. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Well, okay. And that just led me into something that I don't want to go down too far down the road because it is political. But I feel that way right now about the tensions over um, refugees and Mm. immigrants to America. I have like, obviously, I think my opinion is known on this. Like, I am all about helping refugees and immigrants as much as possible because we have no idea what that's like being in their shoes and trying to get to a different place just for hope, you know, leaving everything that you have, every person that you know, just in hopes that it might be a little bit better or, you know what I mean? And then you have these people, and this is this is me, you know, talking right now on my feelings, but these people talking about how America doesn't, needs to have tighter borders and spend less money overseas and not help people as much. I'm like, you know what? It's really easy to say that off of your couch and Kansas or wherever you're at when you've never had to experience anything like that. And I hope you don't, but if you do, I hope people don't treat you like you're treating these people. Right. Is that what we want to be known for people? Come on. Don't you want to be a helpful neighbor and a nice, like that? That's what America is, right? That's what they should. That's That's what it should be. be. Yeah. And that's the America that I was taught that I am from, you know, and I, um, I, yeah. So no, anyway. and I I agree. I agree, and I agree. We'll tread lightly with this because we want everyone. Everyone is 
you know, it's free speech. Everyone can think what they want to think. But at the same time, I've been hesitant the last five years and we can decide if we want to actually keep this or cut this because I think it's, but I've been hesitant to celebrate America in the same way that I was raised to celebrate and proudly represent the country that I'm a part of because of all of this tumultuous, like, I can't stand by these decisions of these leaders. And it's hard for me to be gung ho for my country that I don't really believe in decisions or like the ways or actions of the general populace, you know? So it's like hard and saddening to me because I'm like, I want to be America the Great, right? So it's like my vote, we keep this in the podcast because I I think this is like a very good topic. Like I know we're deviating a little bit of what we were talking about, but I feel the exact same way. And it's and it actually pisses me off because it's it's this narrative, this angry narrative that has hijacked the spirit of America, you know, and us growing up as military kids, I feel like that ingrains like that you should be very proud of your land, especially because we are very fortunate for where we live. And I am very, very sensitive to people Mm -hmm. critiquing the country drastically one way or the other, because I don't think that that's I think that we are all a nation and I think that most people do land in the middle of everything. And I think everybody Mm -hmm. has thoughts on here and here, you know what I mean? And I think it all comes together, but when it's hijacked from one side or the other, it's gross. And just recently it has been from one side. And so if you portray that you are patriotic or happy 4th of July, it is almost assumed that you are in line with one certain one certain narrative and I for one am standing up against that and and I think I am confident and comfortable doing that and I and I don't push anybody to have to do that you know in their own way but I think it's gross I think it's gross it's like I don't know like go go somewhere else and see how lucky you are and like this just this the way that people are talking about people is it's repulsive. It's become a humanitarian issue with a lot of these types of topics, which make it yeah. really challenging. And it's really hard to celebrate something that you don't stand behind. And so I totally understand why people are angry and upset with the decisions mm-hmm. of our leaders. And I just hope we can get to a place where we're not so polarized because it is, it's impossible to be proud of something that is stripping women of their rights. I'm just going to say it. And of of things that are like, you know, it's hard to be like, yay, America, you know, and it's hard. It's hard because it's, but to your point, it's, it's making it, you know, so we're, we're, yeah, it gets complicated. It gets gets really complicated. complicated. And I, I am all for having these complicated conversations because I think that's the only way anyone's going to learn. I think that's the only way change is going to happen if we can stop being so scared and just actually share our opinions and start having these tough convos. That's mm-hmm. how, that's like how change is going to happen. So I agree with exactly. you. Let's keep it in. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And it's, you know what? We get to make that choice. Yep. And there it is. And that's, and that's an, a right there, a perfect example of why I'm a, I'm a very proud American for, I'm not proud of everything that happens in America. Obviously we have horrible history that I'm not a proud of, but I think you can say that about anywhere. Like 
we are an ever evolving world and species of human and that's just natural, but it's all about looking back and learning from mistakes and making better decisions moving forward. But it's also, I'm confident in saying that I love my nation, but I am repulsed by a lot of what is going on in it. Yep. Yeah. But I also know that there's a lot of really good going on. Yep. I know. And I'm, and I'm really proud of that because there are people that are just, you know, wonderful, saving humans, animals, driving five states away to help somebody make sure that their power's back on, you know, things like that. Or, you know, my, my dad bringing over a, a, a family from Afghanistan that has nothing. And, and it's just, and I, I don't, it's, it's just, there's good, there's good things going on. And too many times our media only shows us the like combative shit. Oh, it's scare tactics. It's like, what are going to, what's going to get people to watch and be scared. And it's, it's, or what are, yeah, it's like viewership more than like, let's display all types of, so, and that's the thing about, I mean, I think we can consume both and have a have a critical eye while also being right like proud okay. of other things and I think Sophia Bush she's an activist and was an actress and still is I think she's an activist though that I follow very closely and she she represents that same view that you have where she's like I'm proud to stand here and be able to help people and be a part of this nation and and I'm pissed and and I want this and this to change and it has to change and she fights for her rights and fights for these right things but is at the end of the day proud. And I think that's, that's, I don't know. I'm still learning a lot about this to be, to be fair too. I think I can be much more educated, right? Like, so I, I, I totally am in line with that too. I don't know a lot. I really don't. I know what I know. And so I tend to just veer away from conversations a lot of times because it's just too much, but if it's something like this, like I feel so comfortable with you. I feel like our conversations are always so good and we're learning. Yes. And it's a g- great question because if we're feeling this way, then surely many other people are as well. And I would, I would love to, I would love to know what other people are like, how they're on. Same. And topic. I would love to bring on activists or political kind of types of experts or even media journalists and be like, how do you frame this? And how do yeah. I, I want to learn. And I want to, I think this is great. I think this is a great um thing to explore on a podcast, but I know we also have other fun things that we want to get into. And That's I think that cool. was an important timely convo. So I'm glad we did, yes. we did that too. Um, So like we said, this episode is geared towards being big sisters of the internet. And I think the convo we just had is like a very big sister convo. Like it's a, it's a complicated world and it's okay to say that. It's okay to, you know, explore yeah. the different things. Um, I wrote down some questions and I thought we could kind of just use them as topics to talk about. I think that's wonderful. Let's dive in. And that's just such a great way to say it. Everything's complicated. Nothing's black and white, you know? Nope. And it's just us learning how to have conversations with each other and listen and share maybe what we know or what we don't know and and be open about what we don't know. Yep. And learn. That's all like, that's what this is all about. Um, learn through convos. That's what this podcast is, is all about. So one thing that I loved this question, when do you feel most like yourself? 
I feel most like myself when I have my hair up and I'm in my jammies and I'm just very chill. Mm. Are you alone? Are you at home? Yes, I'm alone. I'm alone, but I don't have to be at home. I could be outside or I could be traveling or yeah. You know what? I like that you just said that. I think it's probably when I'm alone. I love that. I love that. Like, do you connect it with a certain flow of your day to make you feel more like yourself? I think I I was just trying to think, I, I feel like I feel most like myself when I'm giving advice. Like I'm kind of a bit of a high and mighty person and I feel my purpose is to like share, is to learn and share, like use my, I, I like advice giving. So like today, Luke and I went for a long walk and I was talking to him about his career path and like the, and his, you know, his world of medicine and just giving advice. And that felt like I felt totally whole. And like when I do that with my little sister and I sit down and I listen and then I, I share advice, that's, I don't know if that's a good answer, but that's sort of when I feel most myself. I think that's a great answer. I think that's a great answer. And it's just, that's who you are. Like, that's what you're, that's one of your passions to be there and to like, whether you've learned it or whether you've experienced it, you're sharing it and you're passing it along. Mm -hmm. And that's one of your like core values of who you are. For sure. Um, Okay. Another one. Mine is like being a loner. (laughs) But I love that. I think that's so fun, right? You're like being comfy and being alone. That's, yeah. that's when I feel most myself. And I'm like, when I, when I can boss people around and when I can share, talk about myself. Um, no, but I think we're, we're it's more than that, but yeah, that's a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, okay. So what about, what is an insecurity? What is no, what is the insecurity that holds you back the most? My body. Mm. And we've touched about this so much on, um, our wellness issues or episodes and definitely my body. I'm so self-conscious about just outward appearance. And I, and I, and that's something that we talk about and I, I battle it so hard because I know exactly who I am. Like I know who I am, who Emily is, but I still worry about perception. Mine is, mine's the same thing. I mean, not particularly with my body, but, um, the biggest insecurity is like, what does he think of me? What does she think of me? Mm-hmm. What do they think of me? I just, yeah. I think it's so hard. And like, do you- It's the worst. Do you find that there are ways that you can handle that or talk yourself through it, way through it? Because for me, I'm I, it's just kind of like a day-to-day thing. And I think I, that's why I love fashion so much too, because I can ooh. express my individuality- in, oh, in an outward way, but I can, but I do it in a way that I feel comfortable. That's fascinating. I love that. So that's, I, so I think this was some, some of the advice that I wanted to share. Like, I think prioritizing, getting to know myself has been like instrumental in helping me care less about what others think of me. Because I think in the past I was so ready to be a chameleon. I was so ready to just blend in with the group and I didn't want to be noticed. And I hated that I was tall and pale and like have these 
things that made me stand out. And now as I've learned myself and I'm continuing to learn more about myself, I feel less concerned about what they're thinking. So honestly, I think that helps with my insecurity of just, yeah, like, and it helps with me setting boundaries because I know what my boundaries are and it helps me set goals because I know what my dreams are and it helps me have more genuine fun because I'm authentic and I'm like showing up as me. It helps me be authentic. So it's like learning myself is so key. And I've, I I feel like that's something that everyone should do more of. Yes. And I wish that that was something that I recognized when I was younger or even Mm -hmm. recognized when I was 22. You know what I mean? Because I do think a lot of things you do, you just learn as you grow up, you know, and like you can, somebody could tell you, tell you, tell you, but until you're just like going through those experiences and the pains of the years, it just, it's one of those slow burns. Agreed. And on that note, I wanted to ask you actually, one of the questions was like, what are some of the things you've learned as you've gotten older? Cause I, I do think a lot of our yeah. listeners might be younger. So it's like, what are, what are some of the things I can go first if you want to think about it? Cause I've, I jotted no, some I down, but what are you, th- what have you learned that has been In my ripe key? old age of 33? Let me tell you everybody what I've learned. No, I, I love that. My, you know, I, my dreams were always, I wanted to be the next country singer and be Faith Hill and have this giant house and all this money and a jet by the time I was 23 and have be married and start a family and everything. And I think what I have learned is all of that is amazing. And I still have large lofty, lofty goals, but the two most important things in the whole wide world are health and people and your relationships with those people. Like I am very, I love my family. I'm very fortunate to have my family. I'm very fortunate to have just a small group of very core close friends that I can count on. And like, and like, I can be myself, you know, that I'm, I can be just a little off zany and they know that's just, um, and I pride myself on being able to care for my family and being a, and being somebody that they know that they can count on. And I think that's my biggest thing that I've learned so far in life is just the importance of connection and love. And I don't, I love the big, that the big picture and, and health, like health is wealth. Yep. Yep. And it sort of speaks to what you were saying as, you know, how do you, how do you feel or when do you feel most yourself? And it's when you're comfortable and in safe places and you get to like be your authentic self. Like, I think that's, that's speaks to kind of who you are at your core as well. Um, of like, right. The lessons you've learned. Um, and I, and I think it's so cool because we have, you and I have grown up, we have similarities, but we have very also different upbringings. And so I'm very curious to like, what is the number one thing that you think that you've learned thus far? I think, I mean, your answer is so beautiful. I, I, oh, I, 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 it was so what I want to get and maybe what, and so I shouldn't say that I'm proud of, I'm proud of who I am today, but I think the thing, and I'm only 27, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure we'll look back on this, you know, 10 years from now and be like, oh my God. But I think discipline is a big thing. Fuck yes. Right. I learned yes. that that I'm very grateful for. Like, I think I have this, this Mm -hmm. discipline and 
I, I think I wrote down stay disciplined and self-aware at the same time. <laughs> Cause Ooh, I think oh, I, oh, big one, because I've gotten to a place where I've been so disciplined being a student athlete and waking up at five 30 in the morning, doing my first workout, going to school, killing it at school, like going into my second workout and then going to my, and then I lost self-awareness that, Hey, that's not healthy either. Like you're burning yourself out. So now I feel like there, there is a perfect balance of those two, which I hate that word because it's impossible to achieve. But I think both those things I've learned to be it's always going to be key, like this. Yes. Yes. Key to success. Truly like without discipline, those people, like it kills me when I see people that are like, cause I've just never been that way. My dad or my, my upbringing or my things, like I've always been, get yourself up, stand up, fight yes. for what you want. Use like the only way you're going to do this is if you work your ass off and, yep. and that's nobody's going to hold your hand through this. No, nobody cares. No one cares. You're not special. Go figure it out like th- this. And not to say that we're not important and your voice isn't important, but to think that you're just going to be handed something because your name is Peyton Smith is not <laughs> the case. No. No. Oh my God. I'm so glad you brought that up because that is so, and I think that ties into another thing that I think is really crucial to learn as you grow up is just being able to read the room, you know, like being able to be somewhere and not be the loud mouth or the know-it-all or, and just like, it's, it's good to be humbled. Mm -hmm. It's good to be humble and just, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not humble, but I don't know. I think everything that you just said is so, oh my gosh, invaluable. Discipline and self-awareness. Yeah. Those are they key. Sound so simple, but the simple ones are the hardest. Yep. And they're the easiest to forget because you, you kind of yes. want to do the flashy yes. things or the hottest new self-care or whatever. And it's like, at the end of the day, if you show up for yourself and you're disciplined about that and you're aware of who you're being, that's kind of right. Such a key. Absolutely. So, And if you're concerned about what you're doing, you have no time to waste on what's going on around you. Yep. What I think else? That's so beautiful. Those were great. And I right? think it's just, yes. And it's good sometimes too. Like I love that we're just taking an, a moment to reflect on maybe what we've learned or wish we would have learned sooner to incorporate into our lives because everybody, I'm sure everybody can look back and say like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have sweat over that. Or, you know, I've always read, what is it? Like 90% of the things that we worry about don't ever come true, you know? know? And it's like, it's so true. It's so true. And like, I have not figured out how to calm my worries yet, but I'm working on it. Right. Yes. Yes. And I think, in that, I think once again, just being aware mm-hmm. of a situation, you're already giving yourself a leg up. Like I, I am so aw- aware that this worry is just a worry. I'm still worried, but I'm aware that I'm just, it's just a worry. It's, it's okay. It's going to be okay. This isn't going to happen, you know, but it's almost like coaching yourself through it. You've got to pump yourself up. Right. And so, yeah. and, And I also think a a big piece of that is like working hard for your bigger vision and just having a bigger vision for yourself and not being so concerned. Like you start at point A and you want to get to point C, but not worrying about B. 
It's like, which is really hard. So it's like, stay present and and be aware of your goals, but like, Mm -hmm. just let life happen and like, trust that your bigger vision, if you maintain it and you hold on to it is going to stay there. Right. So I, I feel like that's a big one that I'm still learning. Like, I'm really bad at that. I'm like, how's it going to happen, Peyton? If you want this, you have to do this, this, and this, but this is the, I don't know. I I can overthink it. And and I'm obviously, as you saw through my um, Clifton Strength Finders, I'm a futuristic thinker. And yeah. so like we have both you and I, we we know where we want to go. We know what we want. Mm-hmm. We know what the 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 dream and the pipe is. Yep. But that interim in yep. between middle part is really fucking hard. It's hard because you don't have control over it. That's not you yours don't. to control. It's some bigger force that is just like whatever or whatever yes. you believe in. But it's like you just have to show up every day for yourself and trust that this bigger vision is going to come to life with those little things. Yes. Um, and that's in why terms- I think – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Please. I was just going to say that that's why one of the questions that I want to ask you next is around like what's your favorite movie scene because my favorite movie scene is aligned with this, this sentiment where – Uptown Girls, my favorite movie, Love. Uptown Girls, where Dakota Fanning um, at the very end, the final scene where she like takes her bun out, she's doing her performance, her ballet performance, and she shakes her hair and she just like goes wacky with her dance and she like pl- picks up an electric guitar and her babysitter, like the Brittany Murphy, right? Brittany Murphy, that's her name? Yes. Yes. Is sitting in the front row and she's just crying, like so proud of of Dakota Fanning for just being a kid and like feeling her Mm -hmm. feelings and not contriving everything. And that is why that I sob every time I watch that scene, because that is literally me. Like I am so high strung that sometimes I just want to not care so much about the path and just take my hair out and And dance around on a stage. Yes. So you know anyways. what? You know what? I and I feel like you are. I do think that we like see ourselves sometimes a little bit You're more right. in a in a strict, straight and narrow line, maybe than what maybe the the life that we're actually living. Because yep. I do see you as like going after everything and living your life and experiencing and traveling and you're in LA and you're doing all these cool projects and you're just like this effervescent, incredible human. Oh, thank you. You're That's welcome. Nice. You're it's the truth. But when it's you on the grind, <laughs> you don't feel all that around you. You just feel the like yep. fingers on the chalkboard little by little going up. And yep. it, you're right, it's hard because it's just like you just like kind of I don't know. I don't know if you can relate to this, but like every day it's almost like you're just being like tied up a little tighter, 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 like a school yes. of thread. And then one day you just explode and you have such a bad day or whatever. And you're emotional. Yes. And then you're like, it's this release and you feel so much better, but then you get on that cycle again. And little by little, you yep. start to tie up again. And then it happens again. And I don't know if maybe that's just life. Maybe know. that's just life, but that, that is like, let go and let God, you know, that phrase or just yes. like being more free about my life. That is what I constantly want to strive for because I think that's the, I think that's a, another secret sauce about life. You just have to let right. go of it. <laughs> I think you're right. I do. I do. Well, we can hold each other accountable to that because I I want to be able to do that more too and also just be in the the moments. You know, cuz that's that's what matters. I Jeff and I were talking about something the other day just 
finances and the goal of having a house because you can have these things. And it's like, you know, do you, do you stop what you're doing? This love, passionate career that you have in music and go somewhere else so that you can make more money to get those things. And we're like, for us, absolutely not. Because why struggle and like, absolutely not struggle, but like hate the journey just to get this one thing because life is the journey. Totally. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. Words of wisdom right there. I mean, a truly, truly, if you hate that Ooh. every, I heard that, that quote somewhere where it's like, if you 80% of your life is, is everyday every moments day. is daily moments. Right. So it's like, if you hate 80% of your life, God, what are you doing? Yes, so it's like that that's majority of your life is the is. is the progress. So and if you're doing all of that just for like something that causes more right, stress, like right. like if we did that to buy a house that we couldn't afford, so then we would have to do more of the work that we don't love, that's just a, a hamster wheel of demise. I agree. I agree. I think that's a great that's a great um thing to remember. But it's hard to it's hard to do that in this world for sure. But I think that's a hard Very that's hard. a good one to remember. Um, well, and and I think it's also for me like I have to eat some humble pie and remind myself as well that like everybody obviously wants that too. But sometimes it's hard, and sometimes you can't do that, mm-hmm. and sometimes you have no choice. And you know, you gotta roll with what you have at the moment at times. I agree with that too. I know. See, that's the thing about this whole episode so far. We've been somewhat contradictory, <laughs> right? Because we're like, we say one thing, we're like, be disciplined, but be free. And like, like go after your dreams and do these things. We're but disciplined also do that. with our freedom. Yeah, it's like, it's <laughs> no. hard. What no. This whole episode, it's complex. There's no perfect one thing, right? No. And like we said, it's not black and white. No. Like, we can have goals and we do have goals and we have, and we're never going to you know, betray those, but that doesn't mean that you can't, you, you still have to sacrifice in life. It's not, we're not on Candyland. Nope. We're on the blueberry nope. and the blueberry <laughs> can be very hot. <laughs> that but, quote. But <laughs> the, the blueberry. <laughs> it's literally the most Emily phrase. <laughs> the blueberry can be very hard, everybody. <laughs> that's all that's all you should take away from today's episode and and scene absolutely <laughs> clickbait come on get us on tabloids <laughs> oh my god but it's true right like we're not saying like that we live in a fairy tale but if we decide that our mind is going to veer towards that thought process more that's our decision and i do feel like that brings me joy I, I mean, I 100% agree. And with that sentiment, I heard Lily Reinhart go on a podcast and I almost started crying hearing her say this, but she was saying like, if you reframe your mindset to think you're put on this earth to experience every certain emotion that you, like if, if imagine you're like up in this ether and someone's like, I'm going to put you on this little ball called earth and you're going to feel every emotion known to man that I you could think of. And you'll have the highest highs and the lowest lows. Do you want to do it? Like, I'd be like, fuck yeah, sign 
sign me up. Like I want to go experience life. Yes. And you think of it like that and you're supposed to go through the big and the sa- and the slow and the and the highs and the lows and the good and the bad and like that's life is you just experience all of it. Like how cool, right? Wouldn't everyone it, sign up for that? Yes. Yes. That is so oh, that's beautiful. But it's true. Like I mean, it's a very complicated world. It's a very complicated life, but sometimes we overcomplicate things on our own. Yep. And there's something to be said about the basics of just being good and seeing, you know, the magic in in the minute. And just having conversations. Like there's something to today's episode of just having an hour where you set up with a friend and you talk about life. This doesn't just have to be in a podcast setting. Go ask your friends the same questions we asked each other today and see if like, see their answers and start listening more and start talking to people about real shit. Don't talk about things that don't, I mean, it's fun to have lighthearted conversation, but people are so scared today to have deep talks because of everything. And it's like, just go ask questions and learn. That's, that's the premise of today's Yes. And if you disagree, that's okay. That's okay. Hear each other out. Don't like chew each other's asses off because of it. You know, it's like, when did that ever help anybody? Never. Newsflash, never. Never. And wait, before, before we end, I wanted to ask you about the movie scene because I shared mine. What is your movie scene? Mine is not deep. Yeah. I mean, it's from (laughs) Jaws when they say we're going to need a bigger boat. (laughs) Not Jaws. That's my all-time favorite movie. Girl, All-time favorite movie forever. Forever and ever. Since I was little. And it's when the shark comes up and Chief Brody looks around. He goes, we're going to need a bigger boat. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Wait. But you don't so like good. scary movies, but you like thriller. You like, like I do like thrillers. I don't okay. like thrillers, yes, but okay. I don't like horrors or like murder or anything scary. But like a thriller, I don't. But like mind. Jaws, okay, Jaws is Love like Jaws. Okay, Jaws. Great. Ever since I was a baby, <laughs> that is it's the awesome. ocean girl in me, just ready to go <laughs> find a good great white to chop a leg off. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Also, I wanted to end on because I thought this was a fun like manifesty thing that we could do is state one dream um and then we will sign off everyone because you've heard from us enough today but one dream that you hold on to that you're too afraid to tell someone share it now <laughs> oh Peyton that is so good okay I'm just gonna Let's blurt think. it out oh I you wanna... have your yes Go. I've always but as vain as it seems I've always wanted to be famous I know. I want to be famous and successful financially for myself and to help others. And I kind of just wanted, yeah, I want to be okay, in magazines. Okay, pick your lane. What lane? What what famous in what way? For writing a book, for starting a business, for being on a show, in a movie, writing a song. What's your, what do you go famous for? Oh God. I want to, I want to, I would love to be in a show. I want to be in a magazine. I want to write a book. I would love to do it somehow musically. Um, Mm. so I, it's some entertainment way. Love. Love. There it is. Okay. Um, I mean, mine's mine's so similar too. I mean, I, 
I think the dream I haven't said out loud, because I've said other things on this podcast. I have lots of dreams. But one thing I haven't said out loud is become a musician. I think that and similar to you, like the famous, the fame of it all would be super fun. But I think I have journals and journals of songs that I've written. And I think a dream of mine would be like performing becoming like a Phoebe Bridgers or Maggie Rogers, like a really earthy, like up there. Oh, it's, it's coming. It's coming your way. It is. I it's there. I see it. I see it in the future. I mean, I see yours too. And that's the thing. Cause it's very much true to who we are. You're such a Bravo liberty. You love all those things. Oh yes. And I would definitely take being Bravo famous too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'll be a real housewife. That's so fun. You'd still be in the magazines and you'd still be interviewed and yep. you'd still have the, f- that would be yep. really fun. And you have out. a platform that you can start yeah. doing all the other stuff for, right? You just have to get the start. That's all That's we're what asking. I mean. That's what I was wondering. And so, and I could see, and yeah, the, the, uh, you will, me giving you advice, will. me giving the advice, like, I feel like through stories and talking, like music is such songs, songs, we put it, we're putting it out there. It's going to. I've never shared a song in true. my life, but yeah, yeah, but they will come true. That's not true. You shared with me. I did share with you. It was gorgeous. Sorry, oh buddy. Sneak peek. You didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, never, <laughs> never. Oh my God. Maybe yeah. one day. Um, yeah. I well, love this was, that dream. Uh, I love your dream. And I love this episode because it was all about advice and things and, and dreams. And that's what, that's what this pod is all about. So if you guys want to hear more Big Sister Advice episodes, let us know because we love doing them. Yes. And thank you, everybody, for tuning into P.S. We Have No Plan. We will see you later. See you later. Oh. (laughs) All right. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through.